You are listening to the Focus on You podcast with me, your host and photography coach bestie, Sherry Brown. This is a safe space where we talk about everything photography, but also deep diving into the photographer's mindset blocks and developing your true skills that shine with tons of self-worth, confidence and authenticity in your business. I believe this journey has so many possibilities when we fuel our soul with creativity and passion that allow us to create a life we've always dreamed of. So sit back and grab a beverage while we focus on you. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. Today is Tuesday, September 12th, and you are listening to an episode that has really inspired me this summer because I've started to realize that some days my passion isn't there and some days it's on an all-time high and there's reasons for that but the reasons for it stem backwards to why I'm doing this in the first place and I think that is the big lesson that we all need to learn when we're in photography is to stay present and passionate about this job so it doesn't lead us to resentment or burnout or just feeling like it is a task and not a passion. If you're doing something um, in life and you don't mind doing it for free, then it's for you. If it's something that makes you feel like you are not 100% there. You're not loving it. There's things that come up for you where you're just like, oh, I don't feel like doing it. I don't feel like editing. I don't feel like going for the session. I don't feel like um, posting. I don't feel like just I need to like distract myself with other things in life. Then that passion is sort of deteriorating, is sort of going away from you. And so important to keep that passion alive. And there's so many ways that you can do it. But first, I want to tell you a little bit about how I found the passion. And if you've listened to my podcast before, you know that I'm 100% a believer in the universal guidance. And that means that I listen to my intuition when I'm doing something. And if it feels right, I'll do it. And there have been moments where I do things, um, you know, solely based on the money or what I think I should be doing. And those usually lead me to not feeling like I like feeling like regret that I shouldn't have done it. And so for me, it was all about feeling aligned with what it was that I was doing every time. And it still is. And, you know, we're all going to have good days and bad days. We're all going to have good clients, bad clients, and it just happens. But keeping the passion alive is sort of like just aligning yourself in a positive way with whatever you're doing. And photography is something that is a creative outlet. And so there's so many things that we can do in this line of work that maybe others in other lines of work can't do, such as being an accountant or a banker or somebody that works with monotony. We don't need to do that. However, we can fall into that trap of monotony if we base it on the decision to do a job based on money. And we don't want to have that be a factor, a deciding factor as to what we're going to do and what we're not going to do. So when I first started photography, it was a very, um, you know, a quick shift for me. It was, 
almost like a light bulb moment. And I don't remember the exact time that it happened, but it was a slow transition until that light light bulb kind of clicked for me. And so I knew the transition started from when I was a little girl because I would love taking pictures like Polaroid pictures of my family and my sister and everybody in our, you know, in our household. And those are some of my favorite pictures. And so I fell in love with photography, but didn't know I was going to be a photographer until I own a cake business and I took pictures of my cakes. And then eventually I started to realize that this could actually be a career for me. And that passion overtook everything. Every fear that I had, every fear that I had went out the window because I loved it so much. And I truly believe if you love something that much and you have no idea, no plan for it, you don't know if it's going to be successful or not. That is enough. Just that passion alone is enough because that's going to push you through to success because you have that drive to keep going. You have that drive to keep challenging yourself and to really get motivated in what it is that you love. You can get up every morning and feel inspired and energetic about it. And we want to keep that energy going. And seven years later, I still love my job. I love it so much. And the reason why is because I am not a person who loves monotony. So for me, it's connecting with people. It's me telling different stories. It's me attracting my ideal clients and shooting what I want to shoot. And so that's how I keep my passion alive instead of doing things that I don't want to do. And at the end of the day, resenting it and hating it. And that's kind of what happened with my cake business. I started to hate it because I was in a controlled environment of having a bakery and in that bakery, I had so many different responsibilities. How, how I didn't have a lot of flexibility. I wasn't making enough money to sustain because I was paying so much overhead and the overhead was making me stressed out. And then I started resenting my work. I started resenting what I did. And although I did meet people there, it wasn't the same as what I do now, which is I get to spend days and hours with people. I get to talk to people a lot. And for me, that's important for me to keep motivated and inspired. That is important for me personally. So when I first started photography, I buried myself in learning everything I could. I was on the computer for two weeks straight, just learning, learning, learning. I was learning Photoshop. I was learning um, how to take pictures manual in manual mode. I was learning um, by practicing. I was getting people to help me, like models and my best friend and my family. And I was loving it. And it was in a phase in my life where it has led me to where I am now, even though I look back and I'm I'm thinking, I don't really love those photos anymore. However, they are a big part of my journey and it shaped me, you know? So you really need to like take every moment by the day, take every, you know, time that you learn something and take it with you into the next phase of this job or this, this passion that you have. And then you turn it into a job, but the job should never be just a job. It really should be something that fuels you. And another thing that really, really helped me, and I decided this, and I think, um, you know, without it, I wouldn't have succeeded in it, is taking that criticism, taking criticism from people, even though it hurts and it stings and I'm sensitive and I want to cry and I doubt myself and I'm discouraged. 
I pick myself back up. I decide to pick myself back up and say, you know what? I can do it because that is good insight into what other people are seeing. And you know what? Maybe I'm not seeing it and that's okay. But criticism should come from people that actually care about you, not from the outside world of like trolls, because that is something that it's, you know, in the celebrity world, they deal with that all the time. We only deal with a small part of it. So we should choose to look at the things that really help us and the people that really have our best interest rather than those who might be jealous or um, not have our best interest. So that first thing, initial thing that you want to do is to love this job every day. And by doing so, there are things that we need to keep in mind. And for me, it's always been about feeling it, feeling what job excites me and fuels me. And if I have a client that wants to book a wedding with me and I suddenly don't get inspired by it, or there's something that just doesn't feel right, I listen. And I think that's important is listening to your gut because chances are, if it is a problem when you're in your gut, it's going to be a problem later. And our gut is never wrong. Our intuitions never wrong. And if something excites you, you're going to try harder and you're going to want to succeed in that. And it's going to light you up. It's going to, you know, you're going to get up in the morning and you're going to say, Hey, I can't wait to do this. Or I can't wait to edit the session. Um, I can't wait to, to deliver this gallery because I'm so excited about all of it. So here are a few key things that you need to know. One is you've got to set your boundaries in the job. You got to stay in love with it. You got to set your boundaries. Boundaries we've talked a lot about what you want to do um, versus what you don't want to do, what fuels you, what doesn't fuel you, priorities, um, what's, you know, what can wait and what can't wait. Um, boundaries are so important so you don't get burned out. Boundaries are so important so other people treat you with respect in your job, in your career. They trust you. And that's what we want. We want people to trust us in this job. We don't want people to be like, She's just a, you know, a girl with a camera and paying her and this is her job. So I can tell her what to do really, you know, I've had that happen to me and it's not fun. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't fuel me. It discourages me. I don't want to do it anymore after that. So for me, it was important to build that clientele and attract that those people that really trusted what I did. And by doing that, I had to set my boundaries, but you know, boundaries can be such an extensive thing. So it's like a fine line between setting boundaries and um, being kind of um, spiteful about it. So some people will get burnt out and then all of a sudden they're posting things online that are like boundaries, boundaries, and like calling out clients for their bad behavior. And that's not okay, guys. It's not okay to do that anywhere online. Like if you are telling people that, you know, I'm so burnt out because people keep doing this to me, that shows a level of your disrespect to people. So boundaries, yes, set boundaries with people, but in a in a way that is not going to is in a way that's going to convey respect for them and from them. Okay, the next one is so important, and we talked about this a lot too. Is focus on yourself. You've got to connect with yourself before you connect with anything else. What do you want? What do you want to do? What niche do you want to go into? 
What niche do you, are you in that you love or you don't love? What kind of, you know, things do you want to do in the future? Connect with that because that is going to lead you into new ideas, new creative outlets, and, you know, get you inspired for that next session. And don't be afraid to like switch it up. Don't be afraid to not follow any rules. That would be my number three. Don't follow rules. <laughs> if you follow rules, I mean, yes, certain rules are there, like how to use a camera, like technical rules and sort of behavioral rules and stuff like that. But like rules as in, you know, not trying to fit into the box of every other photographer because those rules will keep you in a monotonous phase. It'll keep you stuck. It'll keep you unmotivated. So if you switch it up, if you look for ideas, if you look for inspiration, and maybe it will be from other photographers in your industry, use that. Use that to think outside the box. Go to bed at night thinking, you know what? I'm going to come up with a new idea. Well, this is what works for me. I'll go to bed and I'll just close my eyes and I'll say, Hey universe, give me some idea that, that will align with me. You know, not just any idea because that's the problem is that some people think, what can I make money with right now? What kind of idea can I make money? That's the wrong way to go about it. Cause that will never sustain you. You have to align with the idea that you want to do. And that eventually turns into money, wealth, success, and attracting everybody that you want to attract. So the next one is understand that a new camera is not the answer to your dreams. <laughs> it's all you and how you decide to align with it. You and that camera are a team. So many people think I'm going to pick up a camera and it's going to do all the work for me. That's a lie. We do the work. We're the ones that look for those must have moments and those we see things. Our eyes are our best feature in this. We are the eye of the camera. The camera just takes a photo, but we are the ones who actually make the photo. We are the ones who make the moment. We are the ones who make people feel it. The camera is just going to help us with that. And that's all it is. So like deciding what camera to get and you know what's going to be better than yes great like I have a mirrorless camera I love it it makes my job easier however if I took a picture with a cheap you know Polaroid camera right now I would still get the same feeling just a different kind of image so we've got to stop thinking about just the camera and the gear and all the things we need to have and the technology and the new and upcoming trends and all of that is just sprinkle. We are the ones who actually create it. The next one, and this one really helps me out when I feel stuck, when I feel like I'm just in a monotonous, busy mode, I'm just going, going, going. I feel like I'm going to burn out soon because I don't have, like, I just want to clone myself. <laughs> I just want two of me to do the job. I got to go edit. I got to do this. I got to send client galleries. I got to answer emails, like the things that I don't want to do. I take a break. And the break usually comes with either self-care or me learning something. 
So I might go online and look for something to learn, something to get inspired by, something new that I've never seen before. And the internet is our friend because we can learn a lot from it. It's the social media stuff that's not really good for us, like the scrolling. But if we go with the intention of learning something new or getting inspired by something, that will help us to move into our next phase of the task that we have to do. So sometimes just taking a break, taking, you know, half hour break every now and then just to go get inspired by something really helps. And maybe it's something new you wanted to try in editing or Photoshop, or, you know, maybe you want to try your hands on video. Maybe um, you wanted to get this new app that everyone's talking about that helps your workflow. Things that are going to elevate you and make you feel like, you know, this is not going to be mundane day to day and you're not mentally and physically exhausted from it. So important. Just take a break. Like even if it's just you getting in the bathtub and just thinking about how can I get inspired today to do this? And it's okay to take breaks. And I think that a lot of people get in this hustle mode where they think, I got so much on my plate. And for me, it's like, I have so many things on my plate right now, but I choose to take this break to take, to give this podcast right now. Why? Because it's therapeutic for me. It helps me. It's my creative outlet. It's my mental break. It's everything to me right now. And to just be able to talk about it, talk to you about it, even though you're not right here, it's okay. I'm still talking to myself. Even if it's just me alone, I do it because I feel like we are the ones who need to connect with ourselves first. And that's what we said earlier is just connecting with ourselves to know um, what it is we need. Now, here's another one. And keeping your passion alive means talking more about your wins than your failures. You know, it's easy for us to sit down and say, I didn't get this right. And I don't feel good about this session. Um, Or a client came back to me and complained about this or you know, um, my life is too busy and I feel like I'm burning out, whatever. Sit down and talk about your wins. Go back to your older work. Go back to the things you've achieved, whether it be photography or not. The places that you've gone to have helped you get here. One hiccup or one failure should not set you back. So really taking the time to focus on the wins. You can sit with the failure for like two minutes, give yourself two minutes, just say, okay, I'm done. I'm going to go focus on the things that are really good about me. I'm not going to let opinions of others or, you know, the discouragement that I feel when I look online at other people get me down. I'm going to look at my own growth and my own achievements in this career and this, in this life that are going to push me forward. You get to choose, you get to decide what that is for you. If you sit down and wallow, guess what? You're going to attract more of that. You're going to attract more negativity, more of that, you know, people, people's opinions, more things that go wrong. You ever notice that? Like when you, something goes wrong and you focus on it, everything seems to go wrong. And it's just true. It just does happen. And there's a lot of people who feel like bring in, attract that negativity by talking negatively all the time. And I see it online. Like, complain victim mentality. And what happens is you get more of it. More bad things happen. You just attract it. And I know some people may not believe in that, but I truly believe that, 
you know, the universe gives you what you put out, what you project is what you get back. So really focusing on those achievements, those wins, those big moments or little moments that, you know, have made you feel good. Remember what they feel like, because that can happen for you. Even focusing on the things that will happen for you, manifesting those, saying to yourself, you know what, this time next year, I'm going to be even better. I'm going to attract the best kind of clients. I'm going to be successful. I'm going to attract wealth and abundance. And that is something that a mindset shift can do for you. And that has worked for me because I feel like I haven't had it easy in my life, but I have chosen to focus on the hope and the faith and the positivity. And yes, I do have negative moments. We all do. We all have those moments and having three kids and a house and responsibilities is not easy. But I know when I need to take a break for myself and I know when I need to ground myself. So awareness is so important, like being aware of when you need that moment for yourself to, you know, ground yourself back to the passion, back to those wins in your life, back to why you started doing photography and the love you have for it. You know, why, why do you do it? Ask yourself that question every day. Why am I doing this? Even a new job. Why am I doing this? Somebody that's inquiring, do I want this? Yes, no. And there's a difference between taking it out of, you know, not taking it out of fear and not taking it out of not feeling good. So you have to recognize the difference. Fear is something that we kind of need, which means challenge. We need to challenge ourselves. So that would be the next thing is challenging yourself every day. Like if there's something that really um, sticks out that you cannot do or you have a fear about, but you know you want to do it, why not challenge yourself? What's the worst that could happen? Understand that we're all here for a purpose and it's all temporary. And if we're not challenging ourselves, what are we doing? We're not really living. We're not really, you know, learning or growing from it. We're not getting those failures and failures are so important to have. You need to have failures. You need to have unhappy clients. You need to have things that don't work to figure out what does work and to figure out what it is that you want to do. I've done so many things that were big failures and I just look back and I'm like, what was I thinking? But guess what? It taught me things and that those things will teach you something is just, you know, doing, doing it, trying it, try new things and don't be afraid to. So keeping the passion alive also comes with getting validation from people and you don't want validation. Like I said earlier, from people that don't matter to you. So what I like to do sometimes is I call up a friend and I ask, what do you think about this? (laughs) Because I trust her. And she has the same similar vision as me where she'll tell me things that I maybe don't want to hear. So like reaching out to friends can really fuel you or a supportive um, partner or, you know, if there's somebody that you know that really can push you, then take advantage of that. Because like we said so many times before, this job is a lonely place. And so we need sometimes we need that push from others to to help us grow into it. And sometimes we don't get it from people outside 
on the internet or we do. Sometimes we think those opinions matter more than the people that love us the most. And I think it's the people that love us the most whose opinions matter the most because they are the ones that really truly see us. They are the ones that will see, you know, and if we don't agree with their opinion, that's okay. We can just be like, okay, but there is probably some truth in what they're seeing. And if they're seeing something you're not seeing, you can trust that. So keeping your passion alive requires a good life work-life balance. Um, Nobody's perfect. I don't have an incredible work-life balance, but I try to be aware of that every day. And like, what is my priority today? And do I need to clean my house or do I need to edit that? And like, work-life balance is something that we're all going to struggle with. And especially when you're your own boss, and especially when you have to answer to yourself (laughs) and you're the one who's the editor, the the communicator, you got to check the emails, you got to do the backend work you know, it's a lot. And then on top of that, you have life. And so maybe creating a work-life balance that, that really helps you in a way, like saying no to things or, you know, carving time out of your day to do certain things, um, or be present in your life with your kids to help inspire you. If you have kids or pets or partner, those things will help keep you grounded. But, you know, work-life balance, again, requires taking breaks and self-care and saying no and boundaries. So everything that I've said today is like all intertwined into keeping that passion alive. So I might repeat some things because I feel like it's all connected and um, aligning. The truth is like aligning with yourself is all about, you know, connecting with you and what it is that you want to do. So understand that your dream is only a dream until you actually do it. So you can have a passion and a dream, but if you're actually not doing it, then who's going to notice it? Who's going to see it? You're who's going to feel it. You're not going to like, you're stripping the world away from it. If you just hold back because of fear or because of discouragement or feeling like you can't, you're not enough. So keep those dreams alive Stay in the zone, a passion, take care of yourself, all the things I said earlier. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your day and I will see you guys on the next episode. Bye for now.